Ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to get underway. Then we can find their seats and remember to enjoy the show. Thank you. Hey everybody, welcome to Coming of Age Podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> uh, my name's Alan Loosebrock. We've got a couple other hosts today. we got Dan Joplin. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, mm. And we got Chase Cummins. Oh, what's up? Hello. And we've got our wonderful friend <laughs> hanging out with us today, John Michael Rose. Yeah, John Michael Rose. Nice to meet you. Well, John I mean, Michael Rose. You, but, you know. <laughs> John Michael Rosebud. <laughs> <laughs> Rosebud. Because <laughs> he got, and, uh, cause he's got a little rose of an little... asshole. So you know it, baby. It's in bloom oh right now. Oh my god! It, <laughs> what? It's outside of your body. Yeah, it's like a pink sock. With, yeah, like you, you know what a prolapsed anus is. It's was well, that. Was, it, it is that. I was born with it. Yeah. A lot of maybe, chicks maybe think it's maybe like it's a ma- dick, but I thought it was Maybelline. <laughs> maybe it's methamphetamine. I don't know. <laughs> Oh my god, that's a good... Maybe it's been that bad to me. <laughs> How, is that, has it been made before? Is that, is that right? Oh, it's an original or? idea. No, that I feel needs like... to be a thing. No, definitely sure. not. That's, <laughs> gotta, that's a thing that exists. That's a, that's a meme somewhere. You know? Yeah, that's a meme. Epic meme. The syllables, uh, you know. We'll, we'll find out. <laughs> uh, but today, yeah, welcome. <laughs> welcome to the podcast. We're talking about a little French movie called La Haine. Lahayam. Uh, Wait, not La. <laughs> I watched the wrong yeah. movie. Uh oh. <laughs> well, I mean, there were a bunch oh, of you know, no. Jewish people in both of them, so it was misdirect. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, so there's fucking weird stuff going on in our country uh, again. Uh, so that's kind of why we're talking about this movie because it's about topical uh, the shit. French the French riots mm. and um, for being a movie about riots. Quite an entertaining and comical film, honestly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty comical till uh, yeah, right at the end. Oh, that was the punchline. That was oh, was that the best the... part? <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious! <laughs> I can crack me up. So progressive of an end. Crack my head up. But yeah, all in black and white, uh, which the director talks about, um, is like the most basic move to just make uh, an art film. <laughs> oh, for sure. And I, uh, Don't know I appreciated that. that. That that he just like came out and said it. Yeah, he was just like he was like if you watch the movie in color, not interesting. At all. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh right on. You can't afford color corrections. You know, fucking fuck it, man. Yeah, it's a good solution. Yeah. It's it's a simplification. I mean, it, it's really nice. <laughs> we can we can focus on the story here, okay? We don't have to focus on these. What are these distracting colors? What is this? What is that? An orange? <laughs> what is that? A green? I don't think so. I'm confused here. Yeah, I mean, for a movie that's all about not seeing the world in black and white, it's pretty black and white, you know? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, but Matthew Kasovitz is his name. Do you guys know anything about his father? Apparently, he was a director, Peter Kasovitz. Oh, like he's a good. television director. <laughs> it's like... Oh, uh, is he? Yeah, he's like a French television director. For so a second no there, one. I thought you were going to say his dad was John Cassavetes. Now it's going to be like, nah, wait a second. That's not right. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Different. Very False. different. Different spelling and everything. Uh, <laughs> but 
1995, black and white. Super, like, do it remind you guys of, like, Spike Lee and, like, uh, kids a little bit? That's where I was kind of, like, to getting vibes from. With the griminess of it all. It was, like, yeah. um, beautifully shot, though, man. It reminded me a little bit of, like, Gaspar yeah. No stuff or whatever. Just kind of, like, whew. I mean, this um, reason. You know, it's, and it's got a little bit of that, like, they go from, like, having some poignant thoughts to being, like, oh, fuck off, fuck these fucking bitches, ah, ah. so, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah, I mean, I, I got a lot of uh, Scorsese in it, like, uh, Mean Streets, and well, yeah. the director, he, like, fully says that's, like, his favorite movie of all time, um, Mean Streets is his yeah. favorite movie of all time? <laughs> yeah, he, he said it's not the best movie, but for me, it's my favorite movie. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard anyone in my life say that Mean Streets is even in their top, like, oh, no, anything. I really yeah. like that period piece he did, that fucking Daniel Day-Lewis. We said... Age of Innocence? <laughs> yeah, no, that's my favorite. <laughs> I haven't, I I've not seen that. that. It's so I good. Seen it either. It's actually, it's good, man. <laughs> and that's a Scorsese flick? Yeah, it's Daniel yeah. Day-Lewis, Michelle Pfeiffer, and Winona Ryder. And oh, it's wow. Like, it's like super period accurate, like 19th century New York. Yeah. It's, uh, what was that made? He got the flow down. 90, 90, something like that. He made it right yeah. after Goodfellas. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, Goodfellas was in 1990. Yeah, so it's like 92. 93, something like that. I mean, there's a straight-up scene from Taxi Driver, like, with... Uh, yeah, in the movie. A Vincent Cassell <laughs> in the in the mirror that's not really a mirror, oh. which is super interesting. <laughs> you talking um, to me? Yeah, so when you told us that, Alan, that um, yeah. that shot was achieved by being the, cut out in the wall, um, I don't know why I thought that the the guy standing on the other side of the mirror, the guy whose face we see was the Dolly's guy. <laughs> the doll. Oh, yeah. I don't <laughs> know why you thought that. Either. I don't know why, but then I saw it and I was like, wait, Oh, the Dolly dude's just, just the back of his head. All right. Wait, the doll. <laughs> yeah. Why did yeah, you gotta explain the shot. Why'd they get Vince's <laughs> biological twin to do the Dolly? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. So if you watch this on criterion immediately afterwards, there's a commentary track that starts going with the movie with the director talking about it. And so I was, interested so i just kept on watching it and when they're introducing the characters that's another thing that he pulled from scorsese with all the names yeah like he wanted all their names being introduced like in mean streets um and so vincent cassell uh when they start introducing him he's like in the mirror and they come from behind him and you see vincent cassell's reflection or what you think is his reflection in the mirror but it's really just a cutout it's like a window so you're just looking at yes it's a window so you're looking at Vincent Cassell's face and the back of the head of the person that you see is the dolly operator and they just shaved his head. <laughs> That's awesome. And the, sh- the shot's fucking perfect. Like, yeah. it's beautiful. 90% of this movie is perfect execution of shots. Yeah. There's a lot of really cool shots. It's like a the highlight reel. fucking proud of it. Like, he talks about that. It's great. Did he make much it's- after this, though? Uh, not really. I don't think so, no. I mean, peak and I think he made one soon. movie before, and then... He's made Orson, some movies. Orson Welles the fuck out of that. Yeah. He made a movie Dude, called Assassins in 97. A movie called Assassins in 97. And just a handful of things since then. He hmm. stopped making movies in 2011. Hmm. Interesting. Good time to get out. Good time to get out, man. Yeah. Get out while you're on top, yeah. man. You make one banger like this, you don't really need to make too many more movies. Apparently, he really liked American Graffiti as well. That was like a huge. The George Lucas, which I 
Yeah, yeah, with George, yeah, George Lucas's film, which I haven't even seen. I uh, I probably should just for the uh, referential perspective because <laughs> I hear it here and there every once in a while, but. Yeah, never watched that one. Did you guys have you guys ever seen that movie? I've seen, seen clips. Clips, yeah. It's got Ron Howard in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's, that's, no, that's no. the answer. That's no, that's no, no, I that's didn't my... watch other George Lucas movies. <laughs> yeah, from his huge filmography of amazing things that he's produced. You know? <laughs> yeah, right. Red Tails was the shit, guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Um, do we want to just start start down the down the track of the film where it begins. Yeah, let's start at the beginning. Yeah. See, see where we end up. We got that beautiful quote, the bookend quote. Yeah, at, yeah, yeah. Um, the beginning with the so far so good. Just matters how you land. Yes. Yeah. It's the story of a, a guy jumping says, off. Says, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, guy yeah. jumping off, uh, commi- committed suicide, jumping off of a skyscraper. And every time, as he passes each story, he's like, so far so good, so far so good, so far so good. But doesn't really matter the journey it's all about how you land and with this movie it's all about how they fucking land i'm assuming that he landed like head first and splattered his fucking head on the concrete though right well you know you pass enough <laughs> floors it doesn't really matter which way you land the landing's not gonna I be guess great yeah and they yeah they they started passing floors faster and faster in this movie yeah so i've heard the body doesn't really uh you know you'll have some bruising on the outside but normally the body's pretty intact if you hit the ground. It won't it's crack. It's just really, it's really just the inside. Yeah, it's your organs it's that like... just go <laughs> and just liquefy. Yeah, no, the outside, it's a pretty good, we're a pretty good fucking Ziploc bag, The us, our skin and shit, just inside. It's Have you just... ever... <laughs> Have you ever seen that it's like a famous photo of a woman that jumped off a building and she landed on top of a car? But yeah. Like it it's basically crushed the car, but she looks pristine like she's taking a nap. I, it's I called, think like, it's a beautiful yes, death or something. Yes. Wasn't yeah. it? Wasn't it like the Empire State Building, and then they put up all the fucking guard, like all the guardrails yeah. around it afterwards? It might have been, but it all I know in, like, is the that 30s like or something. that fucking car was fucking pancaked, man, and this woman just laying on it like, like she just Pristine. laid down. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, if you Google it, man, it's a pretty interesting picture. Yeah, Maybe, it's one of the right. just famous photographs. Maybe she was yeah, really it's, it's a dragon there. just, like, transformed. She just crushed the car. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's a whole subculture with dragons fucking cars. You ever looked into that? Dragons Wait, fucking what? cars? No. <laughs> yeah, if you go into, sub, like, Reddit, man, like, uh, slash whatever dragons fucking cars, man, it's like it's like a fetish. Like, people would, want to see dragons having sex with cars. I mean, I would want to see a dragon having sex with, like, a, a <laughs> sick-ass, like, van with a wizard painted on the side because, like, that just matches, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like one of those fantasy scene vans. Ooh, that'd be cool. Do you think? Uh, go ahead. Hey guys, do you uh, want to talk about this movie or something? Okay. So all the uh, all the opening uh, scenes of the mobs and like the riots and shit. That's all. That's all real, obviously, which is great and fucked up. I've been watching a lot of riot stuff. Oh, you don't say. LA- you wait. You've seen yeah. a lot of riots well, lately. Well, on <laughs> you know. <laughs> On the internet that are happening, you know, outside my in apartment. real time, and also, <laughs> hey, yeah. I mean, not live, but <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, I've been I've been uh, trying to get a broader perspective, so I've been looking at some other things as well. Um, LA ninety two perspective on a bride. What? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! The, the LA riots—that's the Rodney King riots, right? <laughs> yes. 
I would definitely recommend um, the LA riots. It's good. There's <laughs> the ten L- out of ten. <laughs> Two thumbs up. It's amazing. Ten out of ten. God damn it. <laughs> best best riots I've ever seen. <laughs> so <laughs> they're fucked up. They're so fucked up, dude. Wait, who, wait, who is who is the they in this that's fucked up? The riots. LA, the LA riots. Oh. Just everyone in LA. There's. There's a there's a Netflix um, yeah. it's not like it's a documentary but it's not even like there's no person or like like uh, there's uh, not like clips of people talking about it yeah it's like literally just footage. like news segments and yeah it's, it's just like footage, that Leviathan which is great. movie I I like that more um, and it's like three hours long and it's real it's it's sad but you know I I was interested because I didn't really know that much about the LA riots. Um, Jesus Christ. Superstar? Yeah, that's, that's, that's fun. Um, you know, it's interesting. They don't make fucking like a bunch of shitty movies about, or they didn't, I guess maybe they did. And we just forgot about them all. I'd be interested to know if like, you know how like all the shitty nine 11 movies came out, like, like in the last 10 years after nine <laughs> 11, like the, 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 oh, the yeah. worst, like Whoopi Goldberg's in a nine 11 movie. And Did shit. she play the plane? Like, what the fuck? Didn't she? <laughs> <Wait, laughs> <Shane? laughs> who, who, who is she in the, no, she's the Pentagon. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't Charlie Sheen just come out with a nine 11 movie? No, Kurt Russell jumped into her to stop the hijackers. <laughs> and then they had no, sex with Demi I, Moore I, yeah. <laughs> together. I, I literally think that Charlie Sheen and Whoopi Goldberg are in a 9-11 movie together. Oh, from sure. like a year or two ago. Global conspiracy. Yeah, movie. like not like not that long, long ago. ago. <laughs> <laughs> like recently. Like, like recently. What the fuck? This isn't going to save your career at all. Um, but yeah, can you imagine if they did that with like every natural or not not, not natural but natural <laughs> just it's raining just the worst things that happen hu- humans just are natural make all disasters are natural of terrible movies you're right dude what what disaster isn't a natural one because like humans are like, natural and we're just fucking garbage <laughs> we're just naturally fucking garbage and destroy the planet but hey and the planet made us so natural you, disaster yes that fart putty what do you think oh. Holy shit! <laughs> oh my god, that it's, was so. It's ta- tangerine scented. Aren't they all? Too bad we're not talking about Johnny Dangerously this week. <laughs> the Michael Keaton flick? Yeah, yeah. We talked. We talked about it a couple of weeks or like a month ago. Damn. Should I just sing the song on every episode? <laughs> it's I eat filet mignon seven times a day. Bathtub filled with Perry. Okay, yeah. <laughs> what kind of shits would you be taking if you ate fucking filet mignon for seven times a day, dude? Like, Jesus Christ. Oh, these? Like John Wayne when he dies. Chunky ones. It's that carnivore diet, dude. Mm. I had mm. filet mignon tonight. Now let's talk about this riot flick. Yeah. I had filet mignon and I'm enjoying a nice gin and tonic right now. So what about those uh, race riots? What was that? <laughs> Go on. Uh, in, yeah. in France... <laughs> In France, though, I don't know if they were directly related to race. I think it was just more it's like... It's a part of it. I think that was a big it. part of it. it. I mean, it was, it, was cla- it, was a cla- it was a class thing, yeah. but I mean, that race yeah. played yeah. into it's that. Like the poor people. Yeah. 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 But guess... But, but I will not say this, one thing. Guess what the poor people Those French are. know how to... Not white! <laughs> <laughs> Those French sure know how to get some shit done, though, man. It's like anytime something kind of goes bad over there, they're like, fuck it, let's kill our buddy in charge. Yeah. Seems to have worked so far. Yeah, but they do it a lot. Like yeah, they do it for hundreds of years. It seems like they I just mean, 
Yeah. At least they've been around hundreds of years to do that shit. We're still a little baby dick country. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the director says in the commentary that the uh, France is like known as a revolutionary, like they're known as revolutionary people, and that he's like proud of it. You know, like, really, that's like why something people, to be prideful. About, why would like... people call them revolutionary? I wonder. <laughs> God damn it! They've never revolted. <laughs> they are revolting. Those smelly French people, not bathing jokes. You can, yeah. We're allowed to talk shit about French people, right? Because they're white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's legally required at this point. You just you have to talk shit about all white people. Um, the director talks about how. The, the, <laughs> sorry, I have to get this back on track somehow. <laughs> he talks about writing the script came from um, a boy going to the uh, police precinct and being handcuffed to a chair and then shot is literally what happened. Yeah. And uh, they like kind of homage that in this movie that the whole them being locked up in the precinct scene. There's definitely Uh, some chairs and torture going on. Yeah. That was fucking rough. Like the him just, and then like him also like doing a trainee fucking thing while he's like he's like yeah so the, the hardest part is knowing when to stop so that you don't fucking murder them <laughs> while they're tied to a chair you know that's really that's really the whole thing other than that you just fucking go wild so what you want to do is you want to get a sack of oranges and some phone books okay you're gonna want to use a valencia oranges in a in a in a uh uh burlap sack so don't leave any bruises <laughs> he also talks about how like real like most of the uh, violence between the actors is in this film, like, like when they're kicking people and hitting people and shit, no one's really pulling like oh. any punches. Damn. Stuff. Speaking of that, um, um, the there's like this weird level of homoeroticism going on in this movie. I don't know if you guys picked up on that, or maybe it's just my inner inner gayness or whatever. But I did not go there, on there. Uh, well, okay. I mean, just like there's a lot of just like. Um, misplaced male aggression and like a lot of like uh especially with vincent cassell's character man it's like this uh like i just i want to fuck someone up or whatever but that energy i can see that being channeled into other kind of things going on. i don't know man just i it felt like very I mean, much like male on male i can see there's a very small female presence in the movie i mean yes i can i can see where you're coming from with that but i think it was more just like um uh god damn it what's what's the word i'm looking for um impotent rage like of not yeah yeah, like not being able to really do anything about like when he's jumping ahead a little bit when he's like they have the skinhead and hubert's like fucking do it fucking kill him and everything and then like that's not in vin to actually commit fucking murder to just to fucking blow somebody's brains out for 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 nothing for just because of it um yeah and but like him wanting to be the badass and everything, him wanting to be able to like be hard and everything. Yeah, it was a little Mac. Yeah, there was a little Mac vibe to it. So That's I, what I'm I yeah, yeah, so yeah, I do see where. And you're the coming. gun is just like he's running around like whipping his dick around the entire movie. And well, speaking of that one scene you just brought up, when I watched the credits, I, it said that a character called Young Skinhead was played by the director. Is that the director that they're beating the shit yeah. out of? Yes. That's yeah. pretty yeah. fucking dope, right there. Like inserting himself yeah. into the film like that. Like that's pretty cool. He almost played oh, yeah. the Vin's character and then decided. Oh, I'm he, glad uh, he didn't. He decided didn't want. He, he, <laughs> he didn't want. Well, he didn't want to to begin with. But they were like, when he got funding, the people who were funding him wanted him to play that character, and he so, was like, uh, I think I have someone better. You know, 
he's like, well, who can I play that's more repulsive than uh, <laughs> Vincent Cassell in, in yeah. this flick? Yeah. Vincent Cassell, so those... I would say he's repulsive. He's just uh, misguided. Yeah. But yeah. it's like, he wants to kill someone. He's looking for an excuse to, like, kill. Is what yeah, but, but, no, but I don't then think... when he's presented with an opportunity to do it, he doesn't do it. Because he he, it's mostly, do it. he's just angry. Because, yeah, he's, he's, just, not, like, he's not looking for a reason. He's not looking for somebody to kill. He's looking for something to to do about it. He's something. He's yeah. looking for some way to make a difference. Some way to like s- yeah. matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and well, he also knows. Like, I mean, the whole the whole like inciting incidents is their friend Abdel, who is in the hospital from mm-hmm. police brutality. That's like pretty much what kicks off the entire uh, journey for them, and like the whole thing with the gun. And like, if if Abdel dies, I'm fucking killing one of them well and also and that's uh, like the whole thing also like, syed trying really to get 500 francs oh yeah he's trying to Dude. get it like how we looked that up how much it was like 500 francs in, in 1995 it's like a piddling amount of it's like less than 100 bucks or something he's yeah i was gonna say yeah it's, like it's 70 dollars yeah, yeah 82 bucks bucks dude yeah <laughs> dude i love saeed like oh, he sucks he's like he's shitty but he's a great character oh, can i just I, Great, great character, but his acting whenever he was getting fucking like strangled in that police department, it was like so like his tongue was just hanging out like yeah. yeah, it was pretty pretty rough, man. Like fuck. No, but I love the dynamic. That's funny. The very like, true dynamic I- of. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Go. No, you're fine. You're fine. No, what were you gonna say? I just think like the the bad the bad acting. Like I really didn't even notice because I think that he's like. A shitty kid. He's just so <laughs> over the like, top. I view, I view him as like just like a shithead, and like I was just like, this is probably what he would do. Like exactly. Yeah, I don't know. I was gonna yeah, note the name of this movie. Way, I was, versus skinheads. I was gonna note on there like when they're sit when they're sitting like on the playground equipment and like Syed's talking about like oh yeah I fucked this chick all night long and everything and Vin's just like yeah you fucking fucked her all night long sure buddy um, and like that's just. Like, that played into Syed's character. Yeah, perfectly. But also, I loved how true it felt. Like, it just felt like fucking three friends busting each other's balls. Um, With the backdrop of... The banter is amazing. Yeah, Yeah. with the backdrop of uh, fucking giant racial racial and class tension and fucking riots. That is interesting what you're saying. Go ahead, go ahead. No, go for it. No, you're bringing up the banter, and it's like 90% of this movie is like dudes sitting around like doing nothing but fucking yammering you know what i mean so like it's kind of it's interesting it's like all this backdrop of all this fucked up shit but like a lot of it we're not seeing like the direct uh influence of that stuff happening right then like there are overarching circumstances that are happening because of it but for the most part it's like they're just living their life going from spot to spot probably the same exact shit they do every other day you know what i'm saying yeah strange it's about kids in the ghetto yeah pretty much like that's what it is about it's about uh what arab Black man and a Jew. It's the beginning to a racist joke right there. <laughs> I, I guess so. It was a racial move. It is. A racist joke. Or, or, uh, it just depends on what genre you put play. this in. <laughs> the only thing this movie was missing, it needed like an Asian girl and a dude in a wheelchair. And it would have been one of those Burger King's Kids Club commercials from the <laughs> 90s, dude. Hitting every fucking demographic. Dude, BK Kids Club. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> But like I, like I mentioned earlier about like them sometimes having like these these poignant thoughts versus like them being shitheads. Um, like when they are sitting in the on the playground equipment, and Syed's talking about um, 
uh, fucking the girl all night long. And the reporter drives by, and she's like, hey, were you guys at the riots last night? You guys want to talk about the riots? Like, hey, come on, I need some shit for my fucking channel, my YouTube channel. Because, um, yeah, she had, she, that's what it was. She just had a YouTube channel. Um, and they're like, what the fuck's your problem? You just, like, coming over here? Like, we're a drive through zoo? Like, you're just trying to stir up shit so you can get a story, so you can fucking make some money? And, like, fucking throw, driving them off. And then... Um, after they're, after they get arrested later on, um, and, uh, Hubert and Syed, uh, get arrested and Vince meets back up with them, uh, afterwards, they get into, like, that gallery, and they're hitting on the chicks, and then, I love and that they part. just, yeah. then you're just like, oh, god, never the mind, hypocrisy. like, fucking, I'm, <laughs> like, are these, the anti-heroes now, I guess, um, Cause what They're the fuck? Point, yeah, but, you're just oh. like, oh god, fucking cringe times a thousand. They get rejected by some girls, and they're immediately just like, what the fuck's wrong with you, bitches? Like that's toxic the, masculinity. Yeah. yeah, like that's a huge part of this movie, man. Like I think the impotent rage thing you said kind of hits on it too. Like uh, it's just misplaced male aggression. Oh, for sure, dude. When Vincent is looking at that uh, like sculpture. Like that's that's a very interesting <laughs> part because he's like he like almost seems like he's got something from it. Yes. And he looks around and Syed and Hubert are just gone and he's like, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I fucking love that. If for a second it almost turned into Ferris Bueller's Day Off, it's gonna keep zooming in. Like, yeah. <laughs> has anybody have we has have we mentioned or brought up uh, how the movie begins? Like, obviously you've got the opening sequence with the riots and the um. Uh, the Bob Marley song, but the actual first shot of the movie is of Saeed's face, and it's a push-in, a slow push-in, with his eyes closed until he, and then he opens them, and then it's mirrored in the final shot by pushing it. It's a really oh. fast push-in on Saeed's face, and he closes his eyes, and then mm. it's like a really, really great bookend. Oh yeah, damn, like mirroring no. of shots. No, I, I didn't even notice it. I hadn't noticed. I hadn't noticed that being the opening shot. It like literally starts with him opening his eyes and ends with him closing his eyes. Speaking of fantastic uh, camera moves or whatever, like the one shot that I kind of feel like stands out in this movie above and beyond everything else is that goddamn dolly zoom when they're overlooking oh. the city and yeah. it goes so fucking quick and it's like, oh my God. And it's so imperfect. It's like imprecise and moving around and like kind of stopping and starting before, you know. It's, yeah, but it's such a huge one. It like that yeah, was a huge big one. Space. That was yeah. like a fucking like, Jesus Christ. That was like a fucking I mean, it's like a 300 long shot. That was like a 300 to like a 50 or some shit. Like that was It was it's, Yeah. It was weird and, and as I, fuck. And I think and it was pulling, awesome. I yeah, no. Dollying out while they zoom in because uh, which normally you would do it the opposite. Yeah. yeah. Uh so it, it's almost like they stay in the same relative spot the whole time and it doesn't feel like that like the horror movie effect, mm. uh, it's like it feels like the opposite way, like uh, which is an interesting way to do it. It may be why it it could be so long as well. I want I want to. That's how when long. it goes over over like uh, the the buildings as well. Like when it goes off the the balcony. How how does that shot happen? I, I do, still don't understand that I, shot. Yeah, no, I I don't either. They're passing off from like a crane to a, a fucking helicopter. So like I don't know how, but they're passing yeah. off from like a jib or a crane to like an aerial something. They have to be. Yeah. Yeah. No, they are. They're, they're, they used a toy helicopter for it. Oh, are you fucking direct... serious? So like old school no. drone. I mean, I mean, I am serious. Oh yes. my god. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's literally a helicopter, um, and, like, 
the director wasn't happy with the shot either. He like wanted way more of it. <laughs> that's why I can understand that, but not being happy with it. That's one of the highlights of the film. Yeah, like not being happy with it when there aren't dr- DJI drones. You just have to use a fucking like actual gas powered RC copter. Like what? <laughs> I think there was just uh, I think there was just more that he wanted from it. I think that was the problem. Like there wasn't enough battery in the copter. Like he had to take it down before. Like so, he was like, "God damn it! I wanted like more." Because he wanted it to fly over. I think whoever was talking in the next scene and it to like go down like to them, dude. Something like that. He explained well, that, it. So, that like, would be a great shot. Uh, I was I was just saying again, uh, like with yeah, the camera movements and the shit, like how they basically all have it in it it seems like in one when they when they first go up to the roof and they have the hot dog scene and like it was Syed stealing the hot dog <laughs> and everything i guess, i guess they they cut around a couple of times but um the the camera's just so fucking involved in that scene and i don't know they they're using a steady camera or a fly cam or something there um but it's it's so smooth and it's it moves so much. I don't know what I'm saying about this, but it was goddamn gorgeous for for a hot <laughs> for a hot dog scene. Yeah, well, it's like a one, well. He yeah. said it, that that whole scene was shot as a oneer, and it ended up being like difficult to make sure that actors were hitting their marks at the right mm, time. So so it's like he cut it up a little bit, um, but it is like technically all was done in one shot, and then he like uh, went back and sh- I think shot like. Uh, Vincent Cassell's and Hugh Bear's conversation yeah. and use that to cut it up. Um, Chop it up like, like every a hot t- dog. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but that's really, that. that's, it's, I mean, I get it that it sucks that um, they didn't, weren't able to actually do it all as a one but it's still really impressive. And it makes the whole scene feel more uh, like uh, engaging, I guess. And like, it, it has that Spielberg effect where you kind of forget that the camera's there and it feels like you're actually like kind of there. Like yeah. on the roof with them. Yeah, it's so well, involved that it feels like that it, you yeah. are the camera. You're just walk fucking walking yeah. around on this roof. Exactly. Which is that's about as good as you could ask for in any movie is like oh, yeah. to be able to to kind of the camera to disappear like that and you to be engaged by the movie. It disappears, but feels... it, it calls so much attention to itself through like the um just the construction of the shots themselves and like the mise en scene and all that shit. Yeah, it reminded you, me a lot of Angst. I, you guys did that movie, right? Yeah, we've talked about that movie. Yeah, and that movie is another one where it's like the camera becomes its own character. It's like the most yeah, amazing the fucking the camera The most work. important part. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's yeah. insane. Yeah, but the camera's, the camera's like elegant and subtle here, whereas in Angst, the camera's like fucking schizophrenic. Well, sometimes it's elegant and subtle in this movie, and there's other times where it's not, like in that massive dolly zoom like that shit was flip like if you watch it again like that shot is real shaky and like it stops at certain spots and keeps going and it's like i don't know if that's like uh is that something that happened on purpose or was it like we didn't know because we didn't see the dailies because we shot on film we had to wait for a long time and i'm sure it's that they probably only had one or two shots at it you know um for the like time of day and all the stuff that they would need and then um and like the complexity of it, I mean that it's not easy to do a dolly zoom like that. So, no. so while they're still on the roof, um, when the cops come up, the cop that that I guess the we 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 no 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 not no not the one good cop, the fucking cop who oh. I guess the doesn't fat matter cop? that shoots fucking Vinny Vins at the end. Oh yeah, 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 yeah like okay. you get a real close shot on his face, like him looking at Vins. 
And like the second yep. time you watch this, whoa, that's a lot more. There's a lot more to that. Like it just feels a lot heavier, obviously. I can see that. Yeah. I, I remember being like, why is he so like uh, central to this scene? Yeah. Because I didn't get anything from him. And that makes a lot more sense. Yeah. Wait, okay. I have a question real quick because I might have gotten confused a little bit uh, watching the movie. But whenever we see the recruit cop that's watching them being tortured at the end, he doesn't come yeah. back into play in the movie at all, does he? Because he's not no, the one that shoots so. Vincent Cassell in the head. Because that would have been like no. the cherry on top if he no. were the one that did it. No, no, no. Yeah, that he, really would have been interesting. I think he was just there to show like the nonchalant like aspect, like how fucking normal all this shit is. Like this is just well, this is just like hey, let me teach well, you how to fucking. He didn't torture. seem that nonchalant about it. He no, no, no. Like he was being bothered a little bit. So the trainee cop, the trainee cop seemed like bothered by it, but he seemed more like acclimating bothered by it like he was like yeah. oh, like he was like okay that, this the com- point yeah, yeah exactly he's not he bothered would, enough yeah. to do anything to stop it yeah he's just like oh shit so this is what i'm gonna have to get used to okay well i guess this, yeah. this is gonna be my life now um and just fucking rolling with it doesn't he get shot who that, that cop yeah doesn't that cop get shot in that like shootout fight in the street outside the hospital Oh, I don't remember. I didn't think he did. Yeah, yeah I don't remember either. I think, he, only... I think he gets shot in the shoulder. I, I could be completely wrong. I thought wrong, the only I people... Think in the up... shoulder, that doesn't count, yeah. Chase. Well... <laughs> it's not real. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one, one thing that I kind of noticed about this is like, okay, well, what's the friend's name that's in the hospital? Like Abdel or something like yeah. that? Yeah. Abdel, yeah. Okay, so, so this guy um, is not really in the movie very much, but we hear about him a lot. And then his death is like a major catalyst for some for like the events of the movie, but his death is also something that isn't confirmed by any of the main characters at all. It's all just like from what they hear through the media and how. And I don't know if that's supposed to be like a pointed reference of the fact that you know they're sitting there and they see on the TV that he died, and then this prompts them to just start fucking going out and like losing their shit. And it's also something like uh, they're not necessarily going to the hospital to visit this dude, are they? I mean, they that might be like part of the thing or whatever, but like. That's not happening, like, right at that point. It's like they're just taking whatever they're hearing on the news. No, like, no. Uh, what, I mean, they go to the hospital to visit him. But I'm talking about, like, but then when they hear that he's dead, there's just, like, no... Right. Like, it's just like, yep, he's dead. Like, I guess he's dead, and now let's just go fucking hurt people. It's like, yeah. fuck, if someone had called me and told me that my friend was dead, you know, that I knew was in the hospital and just died, I would kind of want to, like, go and be like, let me make sure this is what's happening right now, man. Like, that's fucking... So you t- does that make the script more interesting, John Michael, if they go back to the hospital? No, no. Someone? <laughs> Maybe. No, what I'm asking but, is, is are they specifically trying, is the director, the screenwriter, trying to specifically say something about the effects that the media the reporting media. on these things yeah. is having? Yeah, fuck like, Ted Turner. <laughs> yeah, I don't trying know to colorize Casablanca. I don't know if he's explicitly trying to, uh, like, have that kind of conversation, but I think he's aware of the effect that media has on these events. And I think he probably included it for that reason. Well, it's I mean, also that's realistic. Why, that's why the like, movie starts out with media coverage of riots and stuff, right? Like, yeah, but I don't know if like the, the point he was trying to get at was anything like the media, like fans, they're like, you know, reports this in a way that causes people to go out and, and commit violence. Yeah, like, uh, I, I don't know if he's he's necessarily holding the media responsible or trying to like have that kind of conversation with the movie. I think it, the media is involved heavily in a lot of the There's events a lot of like this. Disdain for the media in this movie, though, in in certain parts. 
yeah, well, yeah, characters have disdain for the media. Yeah, I, th- I, mean, I think I, it's. I think that's all part of it. Like, I think it's there. They seem to have disdain for everybody not of their class system, and I think it, I think it's also talking about like class, like class as like yes, the lo- the high upper class is is persecuting the lower class, but it's like the lower class also has these classes things against the upper class and against other other people outside of themselves which the media were also being shitheads and acab and all that jazz but um i i don't think it was yeah i don't think it's quite as heavy-handed as uh, you think about the media i guess um, i guess my whole but yeah. but i do think that, that i didn't think about that and i think that's interesting because my whole thing is they could have chosen any way for the characters to find out that Abdel was dead. They could have another one of their friend characters have phoned them or, or visited them. They just run into someone in the street that says, hey, Abdel died. But they specifically choose it to be on this gigantic fucking television screen. It's not like they're just watching it on normal TV either. It's like they're watching it on some sort Bunch of like... Of split in, up yeah, it's like an art installation thing that all of a sudden turns and it's like, this is the fucking news. And it's just very... It's like so monolithic and like... It seems so purposeful, which I'm sure it is purposeful, Definitely but I'm is, just like, yeah. I'm trying to get to what like the purpose is, I guess, of doing it like that. At the very beginning of that scene as well, um, when Vince is just shadow boxing in front of like fire and like oh. crazy shit on the TVs, like that fucking scene is awesome. Well, the movie turns into Bronson <laughs> for a quick great. second. Yeah, he's yeah, like yeah. having that dream and he's listening to the, the radio, right? It's like playing in his head and he can hear the music and he's all like... <laughs> I don't know, dude. Yeah, it's nuts. Yeah, I don't know. I I didn't think about the TVs that way. I really did like like you said, like art installation. Like that's how it, that's like probably like the most, um, like artistic part of the movie where it like kind of like stops being like straightforward narrative. Yeah. It's like kind of take taking you out a little bit, and I dug that so much. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I I am curious what the intention behind presenting that information that way uh is um like you're right like he could have chosen any way for the characters yeah. to find that find out that piece of information and he chose to do it in a way that like even pulls you out of reality um, yeah to a certain it's like, extent and it, it it's like so it's so like you're saying like hyper like real surreal like or whatever you know what i'm saying like yeah hmm. yeah I, I am curious. Like, I don't know. What do you guys think it's about? Like, why do you why do you think he would have do- chose to do it that way? Like, or like, why do you think, John? I I, I think he just explained why. Yeah, I think that <laughs> it's got to have something to do with how the media like is influencing people's decisions and these things or whatever. Because they're going on an unconfirmed like report that their friend that their that their supposed best friend just died, and without getting any further information on it, they're taking this gigantic monolithic television at face value and just being like, this is the this is exactly what happened. And now we're, we're going to go get revenge or, or, you know, get vengeance or, or get even or whatever you want to call it. Get get the status like level somewhat yeah. balanced again. And, and but I don't know, because Vincent of the rage. Yeah, I think it's also Vincent's just character is also very uh, just like already on the brink and like on the edge mm-hmm. um, that I feel like any way he would have heard it, even like from like another like. Uh, you know, person on the street or something like that, I feel like he still would have just fucking snapped. Well, then that begs the same question. It's like, if all things considered, any way he delivers that information, the output is the same, then, like, why specifically choose that way? Well, I it think just, also, it opens, like, I mean, a whole interesting... it's, it seems like yeah. that's how they... Because, I mean, you saw, like, a news report. Didn't you see a news report uh, near the beginning about Abdul yeah, being beginning. in the hospital? Yeah. yeah. Um, yes. And so, I mean... 
I don't know for sure, but I I think it also could just have to do with uh, the fact that they're still, when they see the news report of him being dead, um, they're still stuck in like the upper class part of uh, the city and everything. And uh, yeah, so it's the extravagance of like this wall of televisions in just like this empty space, like this space where they're just like waiting um, for the next day so that they can get on the train um, that. Even even in a empty space, uh, like the the inequality there between like mm. the classes is so pervasive. Uh, you've got this giant wall of televisions. Whereas when they were tr- when they were at their buddy's house who got his car burned, like they were tr- having to fiddle with the rabbit ears just to be able to get anything out of like the tiny ass little TV. Yeah, that's that's yeah, pretty. That's, that's no, yeah. that's a pretty that's, good. So it's not yeah. even just the way that the information is being delivered, it's where it's being delivered at or whatever. Not yeah. just the fact that it's giant TVs, but it's giant TVs in this more luxurious, yeah, we're, we're, empty space. We're, it's this peaceful space, but it's also this space that's like where they're constantly threatened because they are outsiders as well. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a good interesting. contrast. I like that. Very poignant, Dan. Ah, fart. Yeah. Fart noise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait, no, I said something that made it's too like much an sense. An Hold an on. Fucking, an analog. <laughs> oh, I didn't like that first one. <laughs> fucking analog soundboard over here. You need yeah, a duck noise. He pulls out an actual duck and just fucking yeah. talks it. He's got a didgeridoo. <laughs> Can we talk about. Um, I don't know. Do, does anyone have anywhere they want to go from there? I, uh, I really just want to talk about um, the old man and Asterix as well uh, but the old man's first so like when they're in this bathroom uh, and there's a phone in the there's a phone in the bathroom i, just I was wondering old, about that that was weird i love who the fuck was when like, he first begins they're speaking. just telephones when he first starts speaking and like he's still in the fucking stall and they're just like what the fuck <laughs> yeah he's still wiping his ass yes. at that point. yeah but so that you... old man is just that old man as well. That's his. That's the director's friend, and the story that he told is true. Oh my god, <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> Remind yeah. me if we um, ever make a movie just to find every like crusty gutter punk that we know to just tell a weird fucking monologue story, <laughs> and uh, we'll slap it in there, man. Did you guys initially get the like what he was like what the point of that story was because it went right over my head i fucking i was I, like what this is so weird i mean kind of it's go ahead uh no i mean I, I i got a very vague sense of it i think i think he was just no i i don't even know exactly what the fuck he was saying um i thought it was something to do with like being too caught up in your own uh Pride. Par- par- pride and paranoid stuff and like being too caught up over yeah like i guess yeah pride is probably the best way to put it um and uh and and putting too much weight into image and whatnot whereas like let your pants drop and grab the hand that's helping mm-hmm. you um whereas like uh i i think that's a lot to like vins uh specifically of where he's He's trying to look like this hard guy. He's trying to look like this badass when it's like, no, man, just take the hand of your friends and stop trying to look hard because it's not going to end well. Uh, Like, Hubert is such a fucking cool dude, but, like, he's not, he doesn't try for that image. He's, like, 
I, I don't know. I don't know exactly, but like, yeah, uh, it, yeah, yeah. No, I know. That was I that, that was pretty that was kind of the vibe. Yeah, I was getting from the story. I didn't know where he was going with it until he gets to the punchline, and then the dude just like fucking froze to death or whatever. Yeah. and then it's like, oh, okay, yeah. so it's like it's basically like the pride comes before the fall or whatever the fuck that fucking saying is. It's something like that. Pride comes before the fall. Yeah. So, like, I yeah. feel like that's yeah. basically what um, they were saying. Yeah, swallow your bullshit because you can die taking a shit. Yeah, it's yeah. like, <laughs> why even be embarrassed if there's like 40 other dudes like taking a shit right next to you? It's like, you're going to be the one guy they single out and laugh at or whatever? Like, come on, just yeah. take a shit. Yeah, it's a, ta- ta- it's a very strange story. Ta- like, well, it's well, weird that you can get deep with it. I guess it's like, take take the shit, take the shit from the cops rather than try to be like the hard guy. Like, in the, in the certain circumstance, take the shit from the cops so that you live. Yeah, don't try to be an outlier. Don't try to break from the herd, essentially. Yeah. I mean, you can you can try to do things that have that move society forward, but don't like you sacrificing yourself isn't necessarily going to do that. Isn't going to necessarily change. yeah, make the change. change. Anything, yeah. Like yeah. Li- live to fight another day. Rather than Yeah, cuz the train yeah. itself is like, you know, a heavy part of his little allegory he's telling. It's like the train didn't wait for him. It just keeps moving. So, yeah. In an ideal yeah. world, the train would stop, and then everyone could get off and take a shit behind a bush and take as long as they needed. And then when everybody came back, the train would start going again. But unfortunately, this train it keeps on rolling. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah dude, we got to the bottom of that. Get Y'all are good. Come on, audit tonight. That was very good. I dig that shit. All right, let's talk about Asterix apartment. <laughs> you, you mean that scene from My you mean that scene from Boogie favorite. Nights? Yes, that's exactly yeah, yeah. that's I, exactly what I, I thought. I, I literally wrote down <laughs> Boogie Nights. We, we all did. Yeah. I'm sure we all did. Well, <laughs> dude, that guy is great. I don't know We're if any fucked. If you guys are familiar with that, like cartoon comic or whatever it's like asterix and obelix or whatever they're like these fucking galls or whatever like little viking looking dudes and they used to make yeah, a yeah, in yeah. french class but then this like me and chase were watching this movie together and then as soon as they kept saying like on the little thing like asterix asterix i'm like dude like what if he answers it and says it's obelix or whatever and then, <laughs> and then he, he did does like, yeah what it, they're like referencing <laughs> this comic like this french comic book yeah, oh, it I had to look be, it up. Yeah, I don't know if it's if it's. Yeah, I think it's French comic book. It it is. Yeah, it's like a, oh, it's when, like a comic strip. It's, you're it's, saying when it's not asterisk on the other end, and they just like are making fun of them. Yeah, and then asterisk. the yeah. person is like, "Are you looking for Obelix or something like that?" And it's like, <laughs> "Oh, that's fucking funny," because it's like I I feel like that his name his name being asterisk is supposed to be a joke. Like that's a joke. That's like if we had a drug dealer yes. friend and his name yeah. was Mickey Mouse or some shit like that. Or you know Donald Duck or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. You might have to bleep yeah, those names. I just wouldn't. I wouldn't get that. <laughs> like I didn't. I only knew it because of French class. Like uh, that's the only yeah. reason I I remembered that cartoon. But I did. I did notice like like uh, as a as a, a Floridian from a, a United States of America, I I noticed that something was going on that I didn't know. Because <laughs> they were making fun of them the entire time. Everyone they were calling, they were like, fuck off. Like, what the fuck? Why are you asking for asterisks? So I was like, why, why are they saying that? It's just because. Because that is the joke, I guess. Because it would be like knocking ghetto. on someone's yeah. door and asking for a yeah. fictional character. Yeah. And then they fucking get buzzed in, thank God. And we got nunchucks and we got shirtless. Okay, that guy, I'm telling you, everyone in this film <laughs> is the fucking director's friend. <laughs> like, that guy. 
he he literally talks about it. I was so happy. He was like, yeah, I called up my friend who was like perfect for it. Um, I told him to uh, just be himself. Bring as much, <laughs> bring as much cocaine the, as he and needed. And wear this towel. <laughs> he said, wear this towel and be yourself. That's what he told the guy to do. Oh, my God. So what the fuck? That guy's fucking nuts. I love him so much. That's like one of the best scenes in the whole movie. Um, it's like one of the most fun scenes to watch is him and Vincent Castle just like get like escalate to the point of them having to like to like immediately leave. No, <laughs> I had like that was Russian roulette. I yeah, had such a like, stress ball like in my so tummy stressful. watching that. Yeah, I was just like, oh my god, I'm gonna fucking like just collapse in on myself. <laughs> also, what about some great foreshadowing that Vincent Castell is gonna get his brains blown out? Oh, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. that, that totally had, it all has to be. It's like yeah. he's he's out of his element in this like upper class uh, area or whatever, and dealing with this person who's you know has a certain lower class element to them because of their profession, and it's just very like blurring the line there. And uh, I don't know, man. Even whenever he's fucking yeah. around in crime, it's like he, he's one step away from getting just getting, getting shot in the head. Yeah. yeah. Nowhere he sees he not in the arms of well, the they're police. They're both. Or, they're both such cocky fucks, and the other guy's like off his rocker, so oh, like, yeah. it totally makes sense. And th- I love that when Vincent Cassell just like is like, "Yeah, I'm fucking holding too." Like, what's up? Yeah. He's like, "What's up, sure?" And then they're just like, "Oh, guns, dude, guns!" Oh. And then they like get a fucking like, like stand up, literal gunfight. Like, God damn it! Yeah, it's fucked. No, I forget what the exact I, line dude, is. He got I, it. Get, he gets so angry I've, when Vincent doesn't pull the trigger. Out. <laughs> Fuck. Um, go for it, Dan. Uh, no, I was just gonna say I just loved when Hubert was uh, talking about like, oh, you got. I don't remember the exact line, but he was just like calling him a pussy for having a gun. He was just like, what the fuck? Yeah. Um, like, god damn it, Hubert, fucking Hubert. Like, he, I just did not want Hubert's him to get his bl- brains blown out, but. We don't really love uh, Well, I motherfucker. But yeah, still, the like, got, he painted the street. <laughs> it it does kind of suck that that is like the kind of where the movie ultimately starts to go though is that we're seeing his his downfall ultimately it's like Vincent Cassell is ultimately kind of like a uh, he is presented as the main character but we're really following Hubert's story you know what I mean like I think I think ultimately the um it's Saeed's the main character he's the one who's oh, like he's the witness to everything he's it's he's the first shot and the last shot I mean I and definitely I the whole movie is is. It it they're all the three of them are obviously the main characters, but yeah, they're all three ultimately main. it's Saeed's point of view that we've seen in the movie. Well, yeah, we're following his POV, but that's I I almost feel like he's he's also the least interesting of the bunch. Like yeah, in my opinion, I I mean I I I, I, I think it's a pretty a pretty even split. It's a pretty good <laughs> it's ensemble. Pretty even. I like him a lot. Yeah, I, like them all a good I bit. didn't feel as much empathy for him as I did for Hubert. Yeah, I think Hubert, Hubert is the easiest. Uh, definitely to like. not. I yeah. felt no empathy for Vincent Cassell. I thought he was a raging dickhead the entire time. Well, because all Hubert, all Hubert does the entire time is like, oh, you have a gym. Your gym got fucking burned down. Oh, like you're trying to take care of these guys. You're trying to make sure they don't get in too much fucking trouble. But like they keep fucking getting you into trouble. Like, yeah. Hub- Hubert is definitely the easiest. To be like, oh my god, please just stop. Don't get killed. Yeah. Um, He's almost kind of the scapegoat for all the misery in the movie. Yeah. To a degree, man. Like, he's getting it. He's getting fucked every which way to Tuesday in this movie. 
Well, they yeah, are, I mean, he he is he is the darkest, so that's what happens to those people, right? The darkest persons people get fucked the worst. Yeah, like, and, and not not even trying to say that like super lightly. So, yeah. Trying to say that like no, that's, I feel like that could be a theme of this. He's the most upright of them, and still gets fucking treated because he's black. The worst. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah, that's all like See. pretty like powerful shit that they're they're like. Uh, it's a that's a, it's a fucking yeah. like hot pot of, of issues in this movie, man. This is like a a real yeah. fucking thought provoker. Fucked up too, man. The, Goddamn. The d- director also mentions that the movie is about education, and I thought that was interesting as well. As like just diff, different, different levels like, of education. Yeah, pretty much just like miscommunication and education, like kind of like fighting with each other. In uh, I can see that. Vin's is yeah. social suspense. Vin's is like I feel like a really good model of that because like he's got a good heart, he's got a good he's got good meaning, but he's got too much bravado and he's got like he 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 wants he's got too much desire too to much be rage. yeah, but also like desire to be a hero or like to be a, even a martyr. Um and it's it's like that's that's not what it's about. It's about like doing what you can to help other people and move stuff forward not necessarily like revenge and hurting others to to prove your point but yeah, it, it's also yeah. the whole thing that like violence begets violence you yeah know? yeah this like, cycle i think has i think hubert i think hubert says that explicitly yeah and he yeah. Goes, hate begets hate and yeah that's he, the, he's like that's what le, what le hate means well he even says like you the hate yeah. yeah. Uh, I think Hubert even says, touch back on what you were saying, Alan, about the director was saying it was about education. Hubert says, like, you're not educated enough, man. You don't understand that violence leads to more violence. Yeah, yeah exactly. Goddamn. <sighs> yeah. There's a lot to this movie. I like it. It's very interesting. It's so fucking great. Yeah. <laughs> the thing that really, really fucking blows my mind about that movie is that it's from 1995. It's. Yeah. And that Fuck, you were man. like, did this come out last week? Did they shoot this and then no, edit it and produce it last week? Fucking yeah, well, goddamn. It's it's fucking topical, man. Yeah, <laughs> but it just it, it's so like it's so it's always topical. Topical though, and that's part yeah. of the problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just yeah. it just looks over, like over and ageless. Over. Topical for yeah. the last four. Yeah, it really years. does. It, it looked so modern as fuck. Like I watching it, I was like, if someone told me this was made in like the the two thousands or whatever, like I would just be like, okay, yeah, this makes sense. But I would have believed yeah. it would have come out in the last three or four years, even. Yeah, yeah. Because the shots are just so good. Like yeah. that one shot, um, right when uh, that black guy that he meets at the boxing gym, like when he gets separated, and then they go. Yeah. And that guy uh, kills someone like through the door. Oh yeah, the door. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, and yeah. You've yeah, got yeah. you've got Vincent's face just in the left of the screen, like right by the door. And he's just watching it all. Like that's a fucking excellent shot too. That's fantastic. It it's next level. It's like I wish more movies brought that much uh, care to the aesthetic. Like I I wish that more directors took that much care. Did we mention at all that all of the the three main actors are named the same thing in real life that they are in the movie? So like uh, we uh, did not, but it, it is a thing. Yeah, Vince but Gassel they are. Funny. Hubert is Hubert, and Saeed, Saeed. is Saeed, Saeed. Dude, Saeed. But Saeed's name had... is Michael. <laughs> he's, yeah. He's had uh, probably the most successful in terms of, like, um, like 
big budget shit that uh, out of all of them, even more than Vincent Cassell. I'd say Vincent Cassell stuck what? relatively really? more to the art. Yeah, he's in like Wonder oh, Woman okay. and Three Kings. Oh and shit! Other shit. Yeah. Oh my god. Tons yeah, of shit. he is. Oh he's shit! In... Is he Oscar Isaac? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Turned into Oscar Isaac. He's in John Wick. <laughs> Is he now Oscar Isaac? I think I've seen him. He's that guy from uh, um, um, what's that Zack Snyder joint? The uh, the sh- mo- punch. Yeah, no. The saddest <laughs> one was that what you were like. He's in Wonder Woman. And I was like, I yeah, oh yeah, no, I remember from that. <laughs> I've seen the trailer to Wonder Woman. <laughs> he's one of the main. He's like one of the main characters in John Wick Three. Oh my god! <laughs> With Jason Manzukis. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, Jason yeah, yeah. Manzukis is in the... John Wick Three. He's a main yeah, character. You know, in John Hang, Wick 3. Hang Dong Man. Yeah, <laughs> dude, the Zooks himself. Man, yeah, it's fantastic. He talks about it all the time. If you listen to Comedy Bang Bang at all, you'd know this. Jesus, I don't listen to Comedy Bang. I listen to so many podcasts. <laughs> I'd try to slip another one in there though. I'll start. Yeah, I watch the Bang Bang. They're ready. Going on. Oh, the Let's podcast better than the TV show. Yeah. I, well, the only reason I knew about it was from the it better. Netflix show. It better. It yeah, better. the ne- the Netflix show is where I first learned about it. All right, let's cut all this out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude, one of my favorite lines uh, from uh, Saeed is when they're talking about uh, – they're just, like, talking about cartoons and shit. I think it's the same. When they're talking about Looney Tunes and shit. Yeah. And uh, they get into an argument, and uh, Saeed's just like, I don't take shit – from people who see cows <laughs> to Vincent. <laughs> I was like, Wait, what? I fucking love that. He's, he says, I don't take shit from people who see cows. Who see cows? Who see cows, yeah. Oh, I don't, don't you remember Vincent seeing the cow? Oh, he yeah. Told, oh, yeah. He told Saeed about oh. it earlier in the film, and Saeed was like, like not didn't even pay attention to it at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. I love it. The cows, man. I honestly do not no, remember that scene. Yeah, there's just, I, there's just a cow walking that? through the city. Um, and Vincent's like, hey, look, a cow. It's, Tornado it's comes in there. through, it's, blows one by the window. He, but it's like three di- separate scenes Game that they over, mention. It. <laughs> Twister is like a primordial force. What is it? No, Twister no, is about one of the most primordial forces on the face of the earth. Sorry, guys. I can't believe you guys don't remember the fucking cow. Now, how are we going to figure out what the cow's about? Oh, my God. <laughs> it's about... What's this darn cow about? Oh, I'm God. just kidding. I don't, this movie I wasn't about fuck. race. It, it was wasn't about class. Line. It was about the dairy industry. Yeah. It's, you know, we got to kill everybody who can't drink milk. <laughs> Lactose intolerant. <laughs> this. Yeah. Who can't? That's, that's the real. So, that's the real oppressed right there. Would you the put them into like intolerance camps or like what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lactose intolerant. <laughs> this motherfucker. <laughs> he said hey. he couldn't drink milk, so I smacked him with a sock full of quarters. <laughs> <laughs> Death wish six. Dude, how, what about what about the carjacking scene as well? Another oh, friend of the director. He's just a drunk guy. The homeless man. Apparently, he's a very uh, prominent drunk? French actor. Oh. <laughs> really? Yes. He had and a little the bit of. The director a... told him to show up to set drunk. Well, are you serious? Oh, so he's actually drunk in that? Oh man. Yes. I thought it was just good performance, but 
So is that's a really good. I'm movie. sure it was that too. Like I, he, didn't, he didn't seem like he was like fucking wasted, but you know, Method no, acting. but just a definitely had a little bit of that sw- that swivel. <laughs> that's shit that you can't get away with on American movies, like uh, even on indie movies. There's too much like legal stuff surrounding like the actual use of like alcohol or drugs in the in the like work day, um, like. Uh, while making the film like while while shooting like you're not you're not allowed to do it or you're not supposed to yeah i don't know he seemed pretty connected into the film world so i don't know (laughs) small enough maybe small enough and also connected well enough to just (laughs) slide by with all these things i mean i don't think the french give a shit like yodorovsky they took actually take mushrooms in the making of that movie and just like filmed people like and holy yeah but that wasn't in the 90s (laughs) yeah true but (laughs) <laughs> I, I think the the like he made that in France too. So I think like kind of the uh, the general consensus is the French don't give a shit what you have to do to make the movie. Like, well, that's you what you it. say. That's what I say. <laughs> I think the general consensus <laughs> is we have ten minutes left on this Zoom meeting. <laughs> <laughs> My consensus. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we talked about it in a random, weird way, but that's that's the film. Yeah. How do you guys How do you guys feel about it? Any closing thoughts? Ooh, uh, it's a masterpiece. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a masterpiece. It's it's so, uh, everybody should watch it. I don't know why anybody would have listened to this if they haven't seen the movie. I hope you haven't. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Otherwise, it just got really spoiled. But not like you know, it's not like it's Star Wars. It's fun. I agree. Definitely shouldn't be in color because I feel like yeah, for some reason it'd be more boring in color. Um, but not boring in black and white. Uh, don't don't super remember the stuff around the cow. Remember the cow itself. Um, and was the cow then, black and white. And then uh, yeah, I think it was mostly black. Uh, and then like uh, like Hubert. And then um, oh, it was sad at the end. And I was like, oh, society. Bang. It was powerful. Powerful at the end. I honestly wasn't sad. I was. I, I felt. I felt a lot, but. Sadness, wasn't it? Because I knew Vincent Cassell is a, a very rich actor. <laughs> and he's fine. Well, yeah, it's like when you watch Irreversible and that movie's really fucking hard to stomach. And then at the end of the movie, you're like, well, Monica Bellucci didn't actually get raped. And she is married <laughs> to Vincent Cassell and they're both fine. So, <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, uh, I, there's a disc. So I can sleep tonight. I can, I, it's okay. It didn't. It's not real. <laughs> yeah, but th- yeah, this one's pretty real. Yeah, but just I, not with Vincent Cassell. I would give it a solid, you know, uh, a minus. Pretty That's decent like movie. But why? Why the minus? Because I, I give uh, it an a minus as well. Like, because I give it four I, and a half out of five stars. I just um, think there's a couple elements here and there. Mo- I, I wasn't really. I, don't, I didn't really like how it ended, man, honestly. Like, uh, I didn't like that, it, you know, Hubert, like, succumbing to the pressures and everything and then him becoming a perpetrator of violence. I just wasn't, I don't know. It just felt like this movie's so progressive and then it ends with, like, you know, I, black I don't dude know. shooting at a cop or aiming at a cop. I don't know. It's just, like, fuck. Well, after, after the cop, they're just, like... Yeah, no, not that it's not justified. I'm just I'm just saying it just sucks that, like, that's still ultimately where it ends up. Like, there wasn't any... There weren't any, like... Uh, it showed a lot of problems, but didn't really hint at any solutions to a degree. You know what I'm saying? It was more just, but like, it, this is bad. I think that is kind of so the point. The point yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. And that's why it's called The Hate or whatever. So it's just, like, it's just showing it how it is. But it was... I guess that's the only reason I would give it an A-, minus though. Like, just felt... It's just, like, such a fucking, like, 
fuck. Like, but that's like why you give society an A minus. Yeah, <laughs> like that's like why <laughs> you give real life a fucking A minus. <laughs> it's like I'm glad I'm alive, but man, we could be better. Yeah, I don't know. It's just one of those just, things. Uh, no, I, I'm just I, saying I that it. should be a plus instead of a minus because that's literally the thesis of the movie. Yeah, <laughs> is I why well, you I, don't like it. It's not. It's just. It's mainly the ending. I didn't like how the ending went, man. And so it's just like I think that even if like that's. But okay, you didn't think... like it as entertainment. But do you no understand just from a, like a like writing it? standpoint? Like oh, okay, yeah, like writing. I just I just don't think that that's how it, it should have wrapped up. But I still liked it enough to give it an A. You know, <laughs> a minus is still much. Is it yeah. okay? So this is how I see it. <laughs> is good. it is it is it because of Hubert going back Hubert mostly, or or everything? Like okay, so like I like seeing. Vincent Cassell decide not to kill someone. Yeah. Yeah. And then later on being murdered by a cop who looks like he did it on accident and is probably going to go home to his fucking wife. If he has one, not later anymore. On just be like something weird happened today. Um, I'm just saying if he yeah. wouldn't get killed, like, yeah, that's like, just like that plays into that. Just, terrible cops aren't educated at all it's just and also how the cops are dressed in this entire film just makes you think that like, like everyone's Nazis. on the same playing field yeah. like everyone's just exactly the same yeah um, oh okay i thought you talking about the ones in the okay yeah 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 the ones in the beginning <laughs> um, definitely yeah, look like fascists look, yeah like fucking yeah Nazis yeah for sure <laughs> yeah there are skinheads as well um as uh, along with cops and cop skinheads too uh very weird uh, so is it mainly just everything at the end or is it really just, it, it's just, it, it, that you're it just, disappointed in? It just kind of seemed like a really convenient way to wrap everything up and just be like, and then everyone dies and then like nothing is resolved. Like it just felt more of just like, uh, I don't know if like that's always the ending he had in mind whenever he was writing it. Like, Oh, like I'm going to write this movie specifically to have you follow these characters and then just fucking have it all just, you know, be eradicated in the end. Sort of. I think it is. It's almost I've... Yeah, like it, I, it's I, the same. I think so too. Yeah, you seem so. to plan out everything it, pretty pretty it, well. It's it <laughs> sucks, but I think that's the kind of that's the whole point is that it leaves you with just a feeling of just like, fuck, like yeah. god damn it, this is what this is it, this is the answer, this is what we come to after all of that, like the back and forth with these guys, none of it fucking matters. They just get their brains blown out, and so I guess I guess over I over I... over a whoopsie do. Yeah, I would give it an A minus for depressing reality. I suppose then. <laughs> yeah. Just like, all right. All right. <laughs> for being too true that, that to life. Answer. It's like yeah, in the same reason you know I would probably knock a peg off of something like Requiem for a Dream for just being like real fucking depressing. It's like not something you know. <laughs> something you put on when you have a lady. Wait, over. wait. Ass to oh, okay, ass yeah, wasn't supposed to be a happy hours. ending. Like, ass to ass. Ooh, ass. is this French? <laughs> wait, what? You want to see a great French movie? <laughs> I'm sorry, Dan. I completely missed that. Oh, no. I was just saying, wait, ass to ass wasn't supposed to be a happy ending? <laughs> yeah, everyone had a bad ending except for uh, Jennifer Connelly. looked like she got uh, yeah. pretty good, man. All the drugs she wanted and hey, all the ass to ass hey, she wanted. Hey, she had a good ending and a good ending. Bam, bam, bam. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! I I uh, had uh, sex during that movie and had to turn it off. Yeah, <laughs> it it wasn't the initial plan. Yeah, no, some things sometimes things get heated up and you just didn't mean for it to happen. And then there's a woman screaming on the television, and you're like, oh no. <laughs> 
what movie uh, is this? It's Requiem. It's like <laughs> Requiem for Requiem a Dream. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, a minus Requiem for a Dream. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. Uh, Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to Coming of Age. That was the episode. <laughs> it was an it. awkward way to transition into that. I'm going to have to edit hey, that. Hey, it's an awkward, it's an awkward know, right? It's going gonna, it's gonna to hard cut. It's like life, man. Life's well, fucking awkward. Life's not got, a fucking like happy this. ending. You Life's fucking it. Hubert getting shot in the fucking face. Um, yeah, so. Can you do me a favor? Can, can this episode just end with the sound of a gunshot? Like the movie? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Please, no, I'm please just no. I can make that happen. I can definitely well, make that happen. Thanks, guys, for, for having me on here. This has been, this was pretty fun. You know, Dude, it. Yes. absolutely. <laughs> you should come on. Next time we have you all, you we'll should... have to do like a, a real Happier. non-serious movie. <laughs> yeah. Or, or not even non-serious, just happy. Yeah. <laughs> Goofy, something funny. Something yeah, I don't have not to talk real. Out point off. Not real. As <laughs> we'll do Bad Lieutenant yeah. again. <laughs> like, like a movie. Yeah. <laughs> Ready yeah. Player One. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my God. You're gonna do Wonder. We're gonna do Wonder Woman. We're gonna do a Syed series. Syed <laughs> series. Let's just follow his career. Oh. oh my God. He was in three minutes of this film. God damn it! Yeah, I can't wait till we get to Ex Machina. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. (laughs) Yeah, I know it. I know it is. Bye, everybody. I got the joke. Bye, everyone. Bye, guys. (laughs) 